Forgotten Flicks, episode 130. The future is epilogue, log, 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 log. Hello and welcome to the 130th episode of the Forgotten Flicks podcast. I am your host, Joel Robertson, and I am joined by, unfortunately, no one at the moment. This episode is going to be, relatively speaking, especially when compared to most of the other episodes, short and sweet, and I'm directing it at you. Yes, you, right there, the person on the other end of these earbuds or headphones or desktop speakers or car speakers, however you listen to your podcasts. I'm talking to you, the listener and friend of the Forgotten Flicks podcast. And the interesting point about this particular episode is it is being released the day of the fourth anniversary of the very first episode of Forgotten Flicks. So it'd be a interesting point of comparison to reflect back on that first episode where it was also me by myself without my amazing co-host Jason. But I was a little more nervous then. I'm probably not going to re-record this five, six, seven times. So there's that. I'm probably not even going to edit it, which for most Forgotten Flicks episodes, barring Skype poop outs and whatnot, I didn't typically edit. So here's the deal. Why am I doing this episode by myself? Well, part of it is OCD and wanting to have this nice, neat bookend. And we have the nice, neat number of 130 episode episodes. Excuse me. See? No edits. Told you. All that being said, I've made a decision. And it's taken me quite a while. If you're new to the show, I pretty much apologize because this episode is going to mean virtually nothing to you. So I suggest if you're coming to this later in the future, you just... Go ahead and listen to other ones based on movies you love, because those will be far more interesting. But for everybody else, those folks who have taken the time to download the shows, leave comments, Facebook comments, tweets, everything, comments on the website, leave reviews for the podcast, all that stuff. This is for you, directed at you. I am not ending Forgotten Flicks. Now, it will be different, obviously, because it's not involving Jason and me. And I know that for many of you, that was one of the selling points. And I respect that. And it was one of the selling points for me to do the show. <laughs> so why am I not ending it? It's taken me quite a while to really think this through. And I'm that kind of person. I have to, I go a lot on feeling for better or worse. It's just how I operate. And when Jason came to me, several months ago, before October, before this year's Spooky Flicks Fest. And he and I, for those that don't know, just very briefly, Jason Grooms was my co-host for 128 episodes, because we aren't going to count the very first episode or this one. But for 128 episodes, he was my number one dude. And he came to me, we worked together, that's how we met. And he came to me, we were finishing lunch, walking back. We have a trail near where we work. It sounds more romantic than it actually is. And he point blank said to me, I got something I got to tell you. And I just had that sinking feeling. I had, I just something because he had a lot of things happening in his life at that time that I knew about. And 
he told me that he was going to need to end his role with Forgotten Flicks. And my knee-jerk reaction at the time was, well, okay, this thing probably should get wrapped up. We've been doing it for four years. And I had been off and on thinking about, okay, there's other things I want to do, but I always felt this sense, this sense of loyalty to him. Like, you know, I wanted to get him involved with him, but then I didn't want him to feel pressured to do it. And this is what I do. I overthink everything. For those of you out here that know what I'm talking about, it can drive you crazy. But for those who don't, just consider yourself very, 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 very lucky or blessed because, man, what a pain. But I overthought it. And rather than just having fun, sometimes I overthought it. And I decided that when he was going to quit, I was going to quit too. And that was going to be the end of it. But then a funny thing happened on the way to this episode. I did the Spooky Flicks Fest for 2014. So if you go back and listen, there were 20 some odd episodes, the vast majority of which I co-hosted with other listeners of the show. People who I have gotten to know over the last few years through Facebook, Twitter, Skype, <laughs> people that have been on the show several times before, like Peter, Hammond, Kevins, <laughs> all those great folks, and also people who had never been on the show, but who, because of my interactions with them, I felt like I knew them. And it was very easy and comfortable to talk to them, though I imagine that was not always reciprocated. <laughs> Meaning that it probably wasn't really easy to talk to me, but that's just because I can make things awkward. And I, I don't even know how to say this. Something happened and I had such a good time. And Jason, and I always had a great time recording. Sometimes it felt rushed. There was a time in there where he and I took a break and it was because we hit a bit of a wall. It was beginning to feel, feel a little stale, I think, to both of us. And so we had taken a break. We started up another show called Off Script, which if you're still subscribed to Forgotten Flicks, has been slowly percolating out into the feed for this show. And I did that on purpose for two reasons. One, because after I get them all out to this feed, I'm going to go ahead and uh, shut down the website that I had for that show because we it, it pod faded, which is interesting because we made such a big deal not to pod fade with Forgotten Flicks, but yet Off Script just pod faded. And it was more about topical, more up-to-date information about current movies and current pop culture than anything else and give us an opportunity to sort of go outside of the forgotten flicks milieu as it as it were and i i went ahead and i started percolating those out but the reason why we did off script was because we wanted something different well we after some time after we did off script we decided yeah i think we're we're ready to go ahead and go back to forgotten flicks because those movies that were ones that we had grown up with were something we really enjoyed talking about and we loved talking about it together and i feel that he and i did have a very good dynamic it, it was a it just a chemistry that worked and i will miss it very 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 much i just love this show and i love the people who listen to the show and i love the feeling of sharing our mutual love for the things we love regardless of whether you want to label them guilty pleasures or cinematic nostalgia disorder whatever you want to label them they're ours and i don't want to go gently into that good night not yet now I'm not saying that the show will last forever. I don't think that's probably realistic. <laughs> I also think I'm going to be restructuring it in such a way that there will be points in the year that I get some downtime. 
but I like the idea of doing it throughout the year, the majority of the year, I should say, and it all leading up to the climax of the next October Spooky Flicks Fest. Then take a break through the holidays and let's get right back at it the next year. And I feel there's so many more movies that I had this fondness for, for whatever reason, that I want to share with you, that I want to, I just want to express the memories and the thoughts about those movies with you. I also know that occasionally I might do something on my own, like I'm doing right now, and maybe I'll just cover the background of a movie, the more the behind the scenes of it. But more often than not, I actually, the biggest thing I want Forgotten Flicks to be, because it was so much more fun for me, was what the Spooky Flicks Fest was. Just having different folks on with different points of view and different voices and different ideas. I, I think that that is what I got out of this year's Spooky Flicks Fest the most. That's what I would like. And it's not so much that I want to interview all the people that I would have on. It's more, I just want to have a conversation with them. One of my earlier movie memories was that I wasn't allowed to see a lot of movies when I was younger, especially when I was with my mom. And I would be at a, you know, summer day camp or I, I would be after school and there was kids that were either their parents were a lot more lenient about what they saw or they were older kids. So they were just able to see more and they would tell me about movies. And there was something about that communal sharing of hearing about alligator from 1980 for the first time and visualizing things. And then until I finally saw it, or I remember that was how I heard about the exorcist Halloween, all of these movies that I had built up in my head, or even my own parents, it's sort of ironic considering my mom didn't want me to see certain movies, but she would tell me about Black Christmas or Alien, and, and my dad would tell me about The Thing, and John Carpenter's The Thing, because my dad telling me about The Thing sounded a little awkward. So this is still going to be tonally, I think, the same show. I am who I am, and if you do not enjoy somebody who likes to go down the, uh, or up the occasional rabbit's hole. If you don't like occasionally lowbrow crude humor, I apologize in advance, but that's me. And for the, the handful of you that seem to enjoy it, I want to continue to offer it to you. And perhaps even more importantly, I want to offer you an opportunity to share your thoughts. So if you're a listener of Forgotten Flicks and you would love to have that opportunity to come on and shoot the 1980s to early 90s bull with me and you know we'll slip another decades i'm sure then i want to hear from you and i will have you know there's a contact on the forgottenflix.com website that will still be there we're just going to keep rolling on i'm gonna i've talked to jason actually recently and i told him i can't let it go now when i went to him i was having ideas and i've talked to a few other folks about this as well I had an idea to completely rebrand. I, I was thinking of maybe the C&D podcast, Cinematic Nostalgia Disorder podcast. I, I thought about retro movie rewind or review, which, by the way, there's a couple other shows out there called that. And it, I, I just feel it doesn't quite fit me. Not that I don't like talking about retro movies, but there's just something about it. I, I just forgotten flicks the name. I have a love hate relationship with it because it theoretically ties my hands. Now, one of the other things I thought is. I'm going to alter it a bit. It's going to be called Forgotten Flicks Presents, right? And then I'm going to continue the numbering, potentially, the numbering of the episodes, though I may change that, but they'll still come out chronologically, and you can get them that way on iTunes, and, and I'm going to actually try to get them in a couple other podcatchers 
for our Android using friends. But the the thing is, is that I think I want to really hit on a lot of forgotten movies that are, you know, really truly forgotten. A lot, you know, there are those moments when I want to talk about something more popular, but there's nothing that says we can't. And I'm going to try and build in a segment for that. So that way, if say we decide, okay, we want to talk about Ghostbusters or we want to talk about Jaws, Die Hard, fill in the blank. I mean, Jason and I thankfully have actually covered a lot of the biggies that I always wanted to talk about. So I don't even know that we'll have to go back there too much. And I, in fact, I even occasionally want to revisit some of the movies that he and I covered from other people's points of view. I mean, the Spooky Flicks Fest, there was some level of redundancy in that some of the movies that folks came on to cover, we had covered in other parts of the show, but getting their point of view, getting their take on it. Heck, in one case, it was Daryl's show. He talked about Halloween. He had already been on our Halloween episode from a couple years before that, or the year before that. I don't remember exactly which. And we... Still had a great time. I just love hearing what people think about that stuff. It just, I don't know why, it just gets me jacked up. And I want more of that. And that's that's the selfish part of this. I want to feel that feeling more. I want to, I want to create a spreadsheet with a bunch of different titles of movies that we never got to cover that I want to cover. And maybe some of the ones that we covered a long time ago that I would like to revisit. It's been three, four years since I've seen them. Just one of the guys immediately jumped into my head, maybe the blob. And there's a few other ones that he and I went through from our last six picks thing in the, in the final episode that he and I recorded together, the one before this one, 129. And there's just some that I would love to revisit with other people and get their take on it. And even thinking about rather if there's going to be any sort of review system, it would be, you know, to CND or not to CND. And it's okay if it's if you've got CND, if you've got cinematic nostalgia disorder, nothing wrong with it. Embrace it. It's fine. Part of that is it's cinematic nostalgia. And the big thing is moving forward, I really don't want to do a show bashing any movie, even a gnome named Gnorm. And it's of course, it's it's going to be this given, this unspoken duh, that some of the movies are going to be movies that probably would have never made Siskel and Ebert's top 10. And here's the, here's the deal. I don't care. I don't care. I'm tired of spending my life worrying about the perception of others. If I'm highbrow enough in my taste in, in the art world, I don't care. I really don't. I mean, if you do, I respect that, but I ask that you respect that. I don't care as it applies to me. So I want to cover the heavenly kid. I want to cover the night before with Keanu Reeves and Lori Laughlin. I want to cover the hand that rocks the cradle. I want to cover, you know, there's so many offbeat with judge Reinhold. I want to, I mean, there's so many movies, a lot of comedies, oddly enough, a lot. And when we hit the spooky flicks fest, I want to do something similar and maybe up the ante even for this neck for 2015 and 2015 is going to be a pretty cool year for modern Contemporary movies, because there's a lot of sci-fi, horror, fantasy movies coming out that make me think this year could be on par, at least for young, for kids that would have been our age back in the 80s. I mean, there's going to be movies that are going to be probably remembered in the same way we remember movies from 1984 or 85 or 82 or, or those key years from our childhood. So if you're like me. If you just want to talk about and listen to other people's memories about 
movies that they love and they're unapologetic for that love. I, I don't want to be an apologist. I'm not going to be an apologist for the heavenly kid. I love it. I love Rafferty. I love the freaking music. I don't care. I, I, I want to just, in, I just want to be giddy about that. Like I, I want to share that excitement with you because honestly, I love doing this and I love you guys and I love Jason and I'm going to miss him like a son of a gun. And honestly, there's a part of me that's thinking, okay, I'm keeping the home fire burning. Who knows? You know, at some point, and I'm not speaking for him here. He's never even insinuated this would happen, but the idea of him come back, even just every great once in a while as a guest, man, I would love that. And I'm going to miss him a lot and I'm not going to get emotional. And I am just being very, I'm just trying to be straight with everybody here that I, I hope it doesn't come across as super flaky. Like, oh, oh well, the Forgotten Flicks back again from the dead. Well, yeah, this think of Forgotten Flicks like the bad 80s slasher movie series version of a podcast. You know, you just when you think it's dead, just when he told you that this was the final whatever, we're back. Now, another aspect of this is I'm even contemplating breaking it up into seasons. I know there's some podcasters that do that, and I love that idea. The idea of, you know, this next year would be season four or five. Well, I guess we've been doing it four years, so probably season five. Right? It's 11, 12, 13, 4. Yes, season five. <laughs> so season five would be 2015, season six, 2016, so on and so forth. And I would, it's going to be, at the moment, a bi-monthly, well, I guess would it be bi-monthly or bi-weekly? I guess bi-weekly, because I would like to continue doing it every two weeks. I'm going to crank it up probably... Late January, early February is what I'm shooting for. Worst case scenario, it's going to be March, but I'm leaning towards more of the January timeframe. It depends on how many folks I could get lined up. As I record this, it's about a week and a half before Christmas 2014. So I'm hoping if I start, this is coming out. I'm actually recording this the day before because I'm not going to edit it. So this is coming out December 15th, 2014. So if you're hearing it and you're interested, like I said, I'm going to create a spreadsheet of the movies I would like to cover. And I want to make it to where you could add movies like, hey, and that way, if I've never seen it, that was one of the things that was so cool with Spooky Flicks Fest this year. There were movies. I mean, my buddy Dave Umbricht brought up Spectre. I never even freaking heard of that movie. Uh, you know, and, and other folks that brought up movies that I had either heard of, but never saw or had not seen in so long. And a lot of them, I didn't even get a chance to rewatch. So I just did what I like to do, which is almost henpeck research. You know, just watch the trailer, watch some clips, do read the Wikipedia page, read some other material on them that I could find and almost come in with like a beginner's mind that, yeah, OK, I've seen that movie, but I want to hear them talk about it. I want to hear what they have to think. I know what I think. And quite frankly, that usually bores me. I want to know what you think. So, again, if this interests you, if you're thinking this is something that you want to you know, be, get to be a part of. I love that idea of a community-based podcast. I think this is such a cool idea. So I'm going to keep hosting it. I'm going to keep doing it if you want to listen to it. And I hope that you will join me in this mission to keep all of our collective CND alive. And again, I would love to hear any feedback you have, any ideas, uh, any thoughts. If you have movies you would love to either hear me cover with somebody else or you yourself think, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I'd like to come on and talk about it. And I will tell you, if you're interested in that, it's not going to be a situation where you have to worry like, oh, great, I got to go on there for an hour and a half because I don't know that the episodes are going to be that long. Most of the Spooky Flicks Fest episodes were between 30, 45 minutes, and I'm going to try and keep it in that range. Now, I'm not promising anything. I, I'm talking to a couple other podcasters so that I can maybe have a couple other segments mixed into the show, maybe a review segment. Uh, I want to do movie recommendations. I love the idea of being a content curator. 
sometimes more than even a content creator. So curating the content, I may have mentioned this on the show before that before my current job, I had just been accepted into a master's program for library and information science because I love libraries. Other than movie theaters, libraries are my favorite place in the world. And I wanted to be maybe a research librarian or an archivist. So I like the idea of Forgotten Flicks as a sort of oral history archive of all of our collective memories of these movies that we love. So I hope you'll join me. I will plan on, I'm going to continue putting out some off scripts. I'd like to try and get all of those out before I launch the first new episode of Forgotten Flicks, which would be episode 132 in the grand scheme of things. Um, sorry, 131. I, I can do basic sequential math. And I will put them all out between now and then. So between now, mid-December into January, those will all go out. There was 12 or 13 episodes of that. And so check them out if you like them. If you don't, don't worry about it. Just hang tight. And in about another month, I'm going to come right back at you and we will have another episode and you never know you know things change it might go back to being a weekly show it just sort of depend i mean what spooky flicks fest this year taught me is i churned out a whole lot of episodes with a whole lot of people and it really while exhausting on one level was exhilarating on another and wasn't as overwhelming as i thought it would be now i'm not going to put out a show every day <laughs> i can't make that commitment but at this point twice a month with the intention of trying to move back into at least four times a month that's what I'm aiming for in 2015. So again, visit us, ForgottenFlix.com. I've got the update in email form field there. Sorry, brain fart again. Told you. Now editing this, I'm literally going to, I'm pulling a Scott Johnson. My, my buddy Hammond, he inspired me to uh, think about how Scott Johnson does it. And he records them and he puts them out there. And that's all there is to it. And I suppose if I did that, it would make my life a lot easier as opposed to trying to worry about over-editing something. So I'm going to do that with this episode. And, oh, and speaking of Hammond, I did want to mention, he and I are actually starting another podcast, the first episode of which will air this Wednesday, the 17th of December, 2014. It's the zero episode, which is a way to get the iTunes feed going. It's about 30-something minute episode. It is based on the Hulu original series Booth at the End, which I know I've mentioned on the show before. If you haven't checked it out, go to Hulu.com. It's free. Just type in Booth at the End or just start typing Booth. It'll pop right up in the search field on that website. The other option is, I think on YouTube, I checked recently, and I believe they're selling, there's two seasons of it, 10 episodes total, about 20 minutes an episode, they're selling the whole series, it looked like, for $3.99. So if you don't get Hulu or you're limited because of maybe the country you're in, it doesn't, you know, they don't give you access to all the stuff they might hear in the States, then my next suggestion would be go to YouTube, type in Booth at the end, and hopefully you can just buy the series because we have some really cool stuff coming. I'll wait, let you listen to that intro episode. I'm actually thinking I'm going to release that episode to this feed as well. So we'll have this episode that goes out. And then later in the week, I will release the first Booth at the End podcast episode so that you can check that out to see if you're interested. That one's going to be probably more analytical academic. I mean, I am who I am, so I'm sure I'll say goofy stuff from time to time, but it's going to be different. It's not going to be as, I, I, don't, I was going to say, it's not going to be as freeform and <laughs> all over the place, but I really don't want to promise that. That's not, The intention, though, is for it to be very focused on the episodes of that show and to, again, have it be community-based, have people be involved. But we go into all that, and again, I'm doing that with Hammond Chamberlain from Beyond the Playlist and Grumpy Cast. He's a great guy. He's been on Forgotten Flicks several times, and 
I'm really excited about that. So you can check that one out at uh, boothpodcast.com. That's where the website will be. And again, I'm going to put out the first episode to this feed, and then you'll be able to subscribe to the Booth at the End podcast. And there's also a Facebook page. So if you want to check that out, there's a Booth at the End podcast Facebook page. So you can be sure to like that. So in the meantime, forgottenflix.com, check it out. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already, please. Because again, planning on keeping this train a rolling because I just can't let it go. I'm like a dog with a bone, man. I cannot let it let it go. I just, at this point in my life, I'm not ready. When I'm ready, I will be honest with you and I won't flake out. I won't be like 10 minutes later, oh, never mind. No, I mean, I may need to take a break from time to time, but when I'm really, truly ready, it's okay. It's time to move on, but this ain't it for me. Um, so, friendflix.com, check us out on iTunes. Be sure to go ahead and join the Facebook group. We got I think we're just under a hundred people on that group. It's a closed group. So we don't get spammers in there. And those folks are amazing. And I love you guys. I just really do. And everybody listeners, anybody takes the time to take to listen to this. I really just blows my mind. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon.